MoneyWeb now on the money. This show is brought to you by Stanlib. Visit stanlib.com to get in touch with one of their investment specialists. Stanlib Asset Management is an authorized financial services provider. Chatting now with uh, Bitcorp CFO David Cleesby. Uh, results for six months ending December revenue up 24%. Headline earnings per share up 18.6%. And the dividend up 19.3% at 5 Rand 25. That, of course, an interim dividend. David, appreciate the early morning. A, a really strong set of numbers, uh, especially strong in, in Europe. How much of, of the business is, is, is Europe? And, and I suppose we would put the UK into that bucket as well. Yeah, morning. Um, Europe's about 35% of the business. Uh, the UK around about 25. So, you know, that region okay. is, a, is a key region for us. And, um, yeah, generally Europe has done fantastically. Um, and the UK has had a few issues. Yeah, challenging in the UK. We look, South Africa did fairly well as well, which, you know, considering the challenges in South Africa, which be, you know, logistic issues, uh, uh, power issues, consumers under under pressure, South Africa is holding its own in, in what must be uh, really trying uh, uh, trading conditions. Yeah, the businesses uh, we, we've got delivered a fantastic result. Um, and as you said, it's a very, very challenging environment. Um, and, you know, but I think it goes to the resilience of the, of the management and the, and the team mm-hmm. that are out there in terms of being able to work around some of these issues. Some of them you can't yeah. work around, like logistics, because there's obviously mm-hmm. a monopoly and um, you know, that, uh, whatever goes through the port is controlled by the states. Yeah, no, and, and I, I take the point. I mean, when we chat, there's always that uh, going back to the teams and how they, how it's sort of the teams on the ground who really make it work. China was struggling, and and this is a a common theme we've seen from companies who operating in China, expecting a a post lockdown boom, which hasn't materialized really at all in China. Yeah, we didn't see the bounce that we'd seen in, in almost every other business around the world. Um, so I think there's been a there is a lack of confidence in the consumer there, um, you know, and it it I suppose goes to the the, the overall macro. Um, I think people it is much tougher. They've obviously got a big business in Hong Kong as well, um, and that suffered from a big exodus of people. Well, firstly tourism not really coming in, and then a big exodus of people, you know, when having the ability to take holidays and get out um, took advantage of that. <laughs> Okay, fair point on that. Operationally, how's inflation? I mean, certainly uh, around the world, inflation is coming down. There seems to be a bit of lag in the, the food space. Uh, but are you seeing the, the, the decrease in inflation and, 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 and finding that a, an easier environment in, in, in this period? Well, it's getting easier. I mean, the rates of inflation, certainly as we measure it, it's around about 5.5%. But that's against mm-hmm. a year ago when it was around 15.5%. So it is getting a more normalized, I guess, environment. Um, it is still tracking higher than what we would call general inflation um, around the world. So, yeah, I think, you know, hopefully it's, I, I don't think it's going to get down to the noughts um, and I don't think mm-hmm. there's going to be deflation because there's still quite a lot of cost push in many aspects of, of the cost base, um, not only ours, but just broadly around the world. And labor, obviously, from our perspective, is a big component um, mm-hmm. and you know, labor costs aren't going backwards. I, I take a point on that. You talk around cost pressures. I mean, uh, Red Sea disruptions. I, I, I mean, is that impacting your, your, your operations at all? I mean, certainly supply chains have been, you know, over the pandemic period were, were extreme challenges. Is the Red Sea a challenge for, you, for, for, for your operations? 
Well, I think it's a temporary challenge. I think people work around it. I mean, it's not as if it's the only route around, but it does add mm-hmm. to the cost. And you can, you've seen that in, in the cost of container rates in terms of you know product moving through there and having potentially or often having to go around the, the case. So mm-hmm. it does add to the cost base, but you know, I think the, the, there's an alternative and, and people work it out. And you know, I think the efficiency over time comes back into the system. So it's a temporary challenge, um, but uh, you know, we have to work around it. And uh, it's not as if there's, there's no alternative. There's an alternative, just going to cost a little bit more for, for a period yeah. of time. And to your point, it, it will work its way uh, through the system of time. Margins, when we chatted six months ago, which would have been the full year results, you were talking about taking some margin compression, not significant numbers, but a, a little bit of margin compression to to, to secure sort of new contracts and the like. Is, is that still an experience you're seeing in, in, in Bitcorp? Well, I think, you know, it's a trading business. So the, the, the people at the coalface are making day-to-day decisions whether they need to maintain volumes with a particular customer and trade mm-hmm. away a bit of margin or, or hold the margin. So, you know, we're going to get a little bit of, of movement at the, <laughs> let me say, at the margin of our, our margin. But, <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's, it's a trading business. So you really work with, with the environment that we we in. And, you know, now with, with things getting, you know, food still being quite expensive, people are having to make decisions as to trade maybe a little bit away and, and maintain volume. So it's a day-to-day decision and, you know, you can't have a fixed, fixed view on it, you know, every day. I mean, you have to, we, we trade and, and, and we have to make the best of, of what we see in front of us. And this comes back to, in a sense, part of the Bidcorp DNA. And you, you mentioned uh, uh, the, 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 the people on the ground a moment ago. I mean, th- this really is the, the, the way that, that, that Bidcorp manages. You've got those entrepreneurs on the ground and, and they're making the decisions which are, you know, in, in the best decision of, the, of, the, of, of their operation. And, and, and you leave them to manage that. To your point, it, it's trading that they know what's happening on the ground. Yeah, it goes to the core of how, how you know, we operate, we decentralize, and we encourage the entrepreneurial spirit, you know, in the management teams. And, you know, if you look back over the last many, many years, going into COVID, they traded well, and, and you know, they, yes, the markets got very tough, but they, they traded as best as they could. And coming out, we've seen the, the, the best of, of that, I suppose, skill and experience, you know, bouncing back, and, and uh, <clears throat> we see that in the big core results. We'll leave that there. That's Bitcoin CFO David. Please be appreciate the early morning. The show is brought to you by Stanlib. Visit stanlib.com to get in touch with one of their investment specialists. Stanlib Asset Management is an authorized financial services provider.